Welcome to the Great Escape Podcast, Episode 7. My guest today is Sarah Mosley, and if you listen to nothing else, then this little quote from Sarah is absolute gold dust. One of the things that really made a difference to me was letting myself be open to opportunity. But I know you're going to want to hear more, so carry on listening. And if you want to find other episodes, the website is greatescapepodcast.com. And now, on with the show. We are go for liftoff in T minus 30. All systems are on Sarah, tell us about your, your life before change. Oh my goodness, right. Well, um, at the tender age of 48, I won't go into the whole of my life before the change, but the key thing um, is that I was a professional photographer. I'd been self-employed um, for 12 years. So I built, I turned my hobby of photography into a business and I absolutely loved it. It was a real journey in itself. And uh, I got to the stage where I had a beautiful boutique studio in um, a lovely area of Birmingham and everything was really, really good. So um, I had some key you know, freelance staff that worked for me and um, all was very well. Then uh, one day I woke up and I had a little bit of a headache and I thought, oh, that doesn't feel too good. And within a couple of days, I was completely bedridden. I was experiencing pins and needles in my arms. I couldn't get my head off the pillow, physically couldn't move. And uh, I had what <laughs> what was the start of a couple of months um, pretty much in bed for time. So I'd gone from, yeah, I, I'd gone from enjoying a successful business, doing something that I really loved to suddenly everything had to stop. And what was most soul destroying about this experience was I didn't see it coming. Most people don't see something like this coming. Um, I hasten to add that I'm fine. I had um, what was diagnosed as mild encephalitis, which is a swelling, a, a swelling of the brain, and people die from this. It's awful. Um, so I feel very grateful that I'm able to to say that you know I went through this um, and came out the other side. But the the key thing was life was good. Right, my business was doing well, and I think that had been you know a, a big focus. I had uh, two children and a husband, but we also had the business, which was like a third child. Um, so when this happened, yeah, it kind of came from nowhere. You were kind of backed into change having to happen. Change happened to me, yeah. In a, in a way, that decision was taken away from you. But as you were recovering from this, why not just go straight back in and carry on with the photography business? Well, this is where hindsight is a beautiful thing because I kept questioning. I'm I'm a big believer in, you know, things don't happen by accident. I do believe in the law of attraction. I'm just going to hasten to add that I also believe you have to actually do something and take action. But I do believe in that whole, you kind of manifest things that happen in your life. And I spent hours because the thing is when you're bedridden and you, <laughs> especially with headaches, you kind of have a lot of time on your hand to just think about things. And I realized I had this massive dawning realization that whilst everything was great, there was an underlying unhappiness about what was going on. And that was that, you know, my, my passion in my photography was I, I love people. Okay. So I was a, um, a portrait and wedding photographer. So it doesn't take a genius to work out that the majority of my work took place 
at the weekends. With photography, you've got to be with somebody at the same time, in the same place, and there's a camera between you. The editing and so on, and all the bits that happen after that, um, and all the marketing of your business and running your business can happen at another time, but you can't really run a portrait and wedding photography business without working weekends. So what was happening was my, I remember my husband one day said, I kind of, I feel like a single parent. He said, it was awful. He took the kids out for lunch. They'd gone out, they'd, they'd had a morning together. They went out for lunch and he said, I felt like people were looking at me as if like, oh, there he is with the kids today. It must be his day. And whilst that wasn't true, the fact that he even felt like that really started to sort of great for me. And then my son, you know, started playing football. And so I was missing out on activities that were happening with my own family because of the photography business. So a lot of a lot of the doctors and things were saying, you know, this is stress related as well. And I, I kept saying, it can't be. Things are so good. Everything's good. Why would I be stressed? Because anybody who's ever had their own business, you kind of know when you're stressed out, right? <laughs> it, it's very obvious. But I didn't feel that way. But with with as I said, with hindsight, you know, as I was sort of getting better, I realized that that is what was eating away at me. It wasn't the business side of things. It was my lifestyle. It was, this is great, but what am I actually, where, where is the quality of my life here? And whilst we'd referred to my business as the third child, uh, really, it had become the naughty, <laughs> the naughty toddler who was very demanding um, of my time. So that realization was a real turning point for me because it made me realize that things were going to have to change. If I wanted to have more time with my family, if I wanted to enjoy that side of my life, and Stuart, you know, when you've got children, you understand that that time is is gone and it, it's so fleeting. And I actually lay there and I worked out that I had 250 weekends left with my children before they got bored and were not interested in me anymore being around at the weekends. And when I did that number, I thought, that's crazy. I can't miss out on those. That's not that's not very many at all. So yeah, so that was when I decided that I thought, you know what, I do love this business, but I don't want to carry on with this. And once I had that that knowledge that that's how I felt about it, then clearly um, it was coinciding with the fact that I'd created an, a, a lovely business, but the realization of once I'd taken myself out of that business, then I started hemorrhaging money because whilst my team were able to carry on, um, I, I was very fortunate. My sister was my studio manager. So she, she was very much behind me. She carried on doing the sales. She did as much as she could with the, the business, but clearly once the editing ran out, once, you know, the, the products to sell ran out, then there wasn't anything left. So teaming those two things together, I'd gone from happily loving my business to suddenly thinking, hang on a minute, this this is not good. Hemorrhaging money is not good. I don't want to work on this kind of business model anymore where really what I'd created was a glorified job. Do you know what I mean? I paid other people, but it was a glorified job rather than a business that could operate without me. So yeah, so that's when I began to think about making a change. What led you to then understand that you could make this change, that it wasn't just something you wanted to happen, but that you could do it? Well, I'm a bit of a stubborn old bird, really. 
And I've always believed, I had, I had made a previous change, and this is important, that my before I set up the photography business, I'd been a magazine publisher. And so I'd published magazines for um, some big publishing houses in London and also launched titles in Dubai. I went over to Dubai um, with my magazine career. But that got to a stage where I was like, well, how many magazines do I launch? You know, and I wanted to make the change because I'd always wanted to have my own business. So I knew that I'd already experienced a change, quite a dramatic change going from having a fabulous corporate job uh, in a successful career to, okay, I'm going to start my own business. And at that time, um, I handed in my notice and I actually we, we got pregnant within a month of me handing in my notice. So I was, <laughs> I was actually like two, you know, a, a few months pregnant by the time I left and I was starting this business. So it wasn't ideal circumstances, but even though that had happened, um, my drive for making the change and working out what I had to do, I'd already experienced that. So I knew that I'd already done a change once. So it was a case of, okay, I know that I can go through that process of making change. And it's, it's, it's so, so much in your head, you know, a lot of you, the belief comes from when you decide and commit. If you decide and commit to making a change, then you start to believe that it can it can totally happen because you don't want to go backwards. You can only go forwards. So I'd, I'd already as well with my photography business, uh, you know, I mean, you'd have to have been under a rock. This was in 2015. You would have had to have been under a rock not to have started to notice the online business, uh, you know, the online world and what was happening there. And so I'd already started, I had plans made. This is where I kicked myself, or I had kicked myself. I had plans to do um, something called the, photo the Photographer's Sanctuary. I was going to help people set up their own businesses, uh, take their hobby, uh, and, and turn it into photography business, as I had. But the thing is, Stuart, was that I never, ever made the time to really make that happen. I'd been just learning about it. I'd been looking into it. I'd made a few plans, but guess what? I was constantly busy with my business. I hadn't given it priority. So by the time I had my burnout, I was in a place where I realized that had I gone through that, had I actually gone ahead and created those online courses, created that membership site, I wouldn't necessarily have been hemorrhaging money in the way that I was, and things could have been very different. So that was again, you know, the fact that when you're going to make a change, you've really got to go into yourself. You've really got to think about what are the things you want? What, and, and often you've got to think about what are the things you don't want? Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes the change comes from, okay, I don't want to be doing that anymore. And whilst you're not clear on what you do want, starting with what you don't want, you just flip it and then you can start to see what you do want. So I actually, before uh, you know, I hadn't written off photography, but I'd started to to realize that I felt that journey had come to an end. And actually, I didn't want to go down the road because I felt I felt it had ended in a way that wasn't through my own choice. Um, and so I realized that, yes, I definitely want to do something that is not tied to a bricks and mortis mortar premises that, you know, is not on other people's schedule. I wanted a business that I could operate in my own time. And that just led me totally to the online world. And I thank my lucky stars. I'm sure you do, Stuart, as well. 
you know, I mentioned my age earlier, 48, but we're at such an amazing time now to have the internet, to have technology being so very simple. I just felt that, no, this was where I was going to go. I was going to build a business uh, online because that would be able to give me all the lifestyle things that I wanted and allow me to do something that was really fulfilling and and help others. Okay. So how did you then choose what we're going to talk about in a minute, <laughs> what you're doing now? What led you to this? You know, you've decided that you, the change is going to happen. What made you choose what it is that's happening? Well, I've got to tell you this. I, I'm so glad you've asked this question because I think, I hope, and I would love you know, if any of your listeners to give me some feedback on this one and if they've ever been in this place. But my drive to make the change, I became, I started a phrase, there's a phrase, isn't there, where, you, you know, the fairy tale, you've got to kiss the frog to find your prince. And I knew roughly what I wanted to go into, which was, you know, I, I took a bit of a life audit you know, I sat down, I went, okay, so what can I do? What are the things I can do? Well, I know photography, I know magazine publishing. And I went back and uh, my first steps were to go over my life, you know, to start, I started at university where I studied business studies and marketing. And then I just went through what were the milestones? What were the things I'd achieved? What had I really done? And business, business was the the overriding thing that came through, you know, at, as a teenager, I used to read everything that Richard Branson put out there, you know, um, Alan Sugar, these were the characters of the time. And, and I always wanted to do business. So it was a passion for me. And then I realized, hang on a minute, I've run multi-million budget magazines. I've run my own business. So I started looking into, into that. So the, the obvious thing was to, I'd already been coaching um, other photographers. It's amazing when you get a studio, they pop in and see you. And before you know it, you're saying things like, you know what, I could coach you on this. <laughs> and um, so I'd been doing that and I'd really enjoyed that. You know, I'd run workshops. So I knew I knew how to teach. Um, and I just went through my skill sets. So I, I started off um, thinking, hang on, okay, the ones that I like coaching, who are they? And um, that took me to another level, which was, I investigated that further. I really enjoyed helping women over 40 because they wanted to they wanted to make a change, right? And so they seemed to be totally coachable as well. They wanted to learn, they wanted to move on. So I <laughs> that led me to running networking meetings, helping women set up their own businesses. Um so I then went through a series of I'll try a bit of this. Do I like that? I'll try a bit of that. I'll do the online coaching and so on. And then that led me to where I am now. And I realized um, I, I had, <laughs> I'd had a bit of a lifestyle change. And my very first online course was actually about giving up drinking alcohol as a lifestyle thing, because I made that choice. And, um, and I, I sold these courses and oh, what a buzz to sell your first online course was just awesome. And I thought, okay, this is it. This is it. I'd done a webinar. I'd really enjoyed doing the webinar. People had bought. I was excited. But I realized that's not what I wanted to be known for. And it wasn't something that it was just a lifestyle change. And I tested out a course. So I retired that course. Um, 
And then I went into the business coaching, the business side of things. And that led me to where I am now, which is what I do is I help people with small businesses, solopreneurs, you know, one man bands, if you like, I show them if they've got a successful offline business, how they can actually take their skills and knowledge and turn that into an online business. And my drive behind that comes from my story, which is where I want it to be. You know, I want total financial and time independence. I want to be, we talked about this earlier that, you know, I want to be that grandparent that takes the grandchildren on cruises, you know, rather than uh, look after them and take them to the park. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I want to, I want to be fun grand. Do you know what I mean? So for people, when they've got their own businesses and they get themselves into a state where they're exchanging time for money or they're totally tied to their business, where they can't take any time off because they know their incomes will come down, then the solution clearly is to have an online element. So that's now what I, what I teach. I teach people how to create online courses and, and create online businesses. Cool. It's quite a journey, right? <laughs> well, and I think that's one of the things that, that I'm enjoying so much about doing this podcast is everybody that I speak to has an amazing story. But this is what's so great about nowadays is that because everybody's individual, that's the only, that's the one thing you have, isn't it? Your own story, your own journey. That's what makes you unique. And that's why people can stand out, you know, online now is because come out, be brave and, and stand for what you believe in. Absolutely. Then having made that decision on like teaching people how to do online courses, what's the plan? <laughs> Here comes another big change. So like most people, when you get into something new, you know, you have to get really uncomfortable, right? You have to learn new skills. You have to move forward. And the thing with the online business is you, you have to become more visible, right? You can build a beautiful course uh, that gets people results, but unless people know about it, you're never really going to make any money. You're never really going to make it work. And of course, you need that to come in to give you the time freedom and the financial freedom. So I decided uh, at the end of last year that 2019 was going to be the year that I invested in myself and that I stop playing small and start to kind of get that mindset right to I delved enough into the online world to know this is definitely for me. I know I can create amazing things. I know I can help people. And I think when you get that, when you get that drive that, oh my gosh, I could change people's lives. How amazing is that? So um, I invested in myself. And one of the things that I did was I took a little trip over to LA and I went to uh, the Impact Summit which was a conference organized by Kajabi, uh, which is how we know each other, there isn't you it? Go. Stuart? Yeah. That's how we, we know. So we both know it's great. Links in the show notes. Yeah. So um, I went over there and um, three days of listening to amazing people, Brendan Bouchard, Amy Porterfield, James Wedmore, all these guys have done, you know, multi-million dollar online businesses. So I had <laughs> this moment of, Oh my God, I was like Neo in the Matrix. All of a sudden, everything became totally crystal clear to me was that, Sarah, what are you doing? You have everything in place. You know exactly what you want to be doing. You've got the skills to be doing this. You've just got to go out there and do it. So I had this mad and crazy moment where I said, I am going to commit to building a million dollar online business. Now, just to put this into context, 
you know, I've been I've been selling this particular online course since November last year. So it's still in its its early stages, if you like. So I'm pretty much starting from scratch. And that's what led me to go, well, why don't I just start from zero? So June the 24th, I am zeroing everything. I'm starting from zero and I am pledging that I'm going to build a million dollar online business within a year. Now, <laughs> I still, you're hearing me. I'm so, you can see it. There's in my voice, I know I'm giving this away, right? Because I have the drive to do it. I've put together the business plan to do it. I have got myself a great network of people around me who are who are saying, you can totally do this. And that was that was the thing that I heard at that conference. Nobody laughed at me when I said that. Nobody, not a single person at that conference said, Oh, don't be ridiculous. Now I've got to be honest here, I've had plenty of people who have since laughed at me, who are not in the online world. And, you know, or people who have been super caring about me. I know they're coming from a place of protection and and love. You know, they're like, oh, come on, that's not realistic. You can't do that in a year. Um, but why not? People do it. Other people do it. And all those speakers were up there on that stage telling me, I felt like they were talking to me personally, telling me how they've done it what they went through, what they had to overcome, what they could, they were imparting all this amazing information. And who was I? How rude of me to not take it on board and actually do something with that information. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've um, started the podcast, which starts on uh, June the 25th. So I'll be a day into my projects and the podcast launches. And um yeah, away we go. So my invitation is to, I don't want to do this journey on my own because why, why not take some people with me? So I, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to build a million dollar online business in a year. And we are going to love walking this journey with you and watching how it all goes. Let's go. Wait. You're not going to be watching, you're going to be doing it yourself as well. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Public commitment. Public commitment, indeed. The thing is with it, Stuart, is that when you decide and commit to do something, whatever the change is, you know, this feels fun to me. It feels fun. It feels totally achievable. And I and I believe I can do it. And what's the worst that can happen? I don't, I don't make it, but I know I'll make a damn good job of it. And I know I'll enjoy the journey. The risk of failure is actually relatively small. Yeah. I'd rather be known for the person who tried than to never try at all. Oh, yeah. That is an amazingly inspirational story and absolutely fascinating. We will put all of the links to Sarah's podcast and her training courses in the show notes. And so you can uh, follow her story, join the story. And if you've been inspired to do something yourself, you can go and join her team. I've created a Facebook group called the Million Dollar Online Business Collective. So if anybody does feel that, man, you know what? I'm going to play bigger. I want to go and see what this is all about. Then they're more than welcome to come over and join that free group. Excellent. And you'll find me in there as well. (laughs) Yes. Thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you so much. It was great fun, Stuart. Thank you. And you can find Sarah's details at sarahmosley.com and her podcast, which was launched last weekend, is the Million Dollar Online Business Podcast, available on all the usual platforms. Talk to you on Wednesday.